Let's play a theme song, guys. Yeah, uh huh. You know what it Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dynamic Panel. My name is Joseph, and I'll be your host and spiritual guide through the most important news stories of the week. With me, of course, is he's funny, he's charming. He once met Dustin Diamond in a comedy club. May you rest in peace. Well, the one and only David Allen Freitas is here. Yo, what is up, you guys? What's up, uh, just, Joseph? Just, just a little uh, background. We wrote that intro five days ago before Dustin, Di- before we even knew that Dustin Diamond was dying. And out of yeah. respect for, we we decided to keep the intro because that's what he would have wanted, right, David? Definitely. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. We were. It's the funny part is obviously not his his death and like you know i mean i've had family members that suffered from cancer survivors and people that passed away from it i mean that is a serious thing like you know we send love out to anyone that's going through that but like yeah we had this whole like bit you know oh we could talk about how he was in you know this or that industry what happened with his comedy career and then and then all of it kind of went out the window because i was like you know what we should just really pay our respects to him uh, <laughs> it all happened yeah about <laughs> Yeah, about his experience in the porn industry, you know, but, you know, but I'm I'm not saying it, you know, none of it's ever funny, but I, I do got respect for him. I, I did meet him one time at this comedy club in Murrieta, California, um, called Aces Comedy Club, and uh, it, it, it was cool. I, I asked him to take a picture. He was like, sure. And then I, I said something awkward, like, oh, you want to do a funny photo? And he's like, I'm a, I'm a comedian. Isn't this funny enough for you? And I was like, okay. And then, uh, and then he was Zach like, no. Morris? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who do you think we are, Slater? Uh, and then, uh, and then I, and then he, he was like, "No, what do you want to do, man?" And I was like, "Okay, you want to do like the Rocka, the Rocka, you know, like the Rock, like uh, Jay Z's brand." I don't know why that was my go-to. I was like this douchey uh, post-college grad, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, are you trying to like make me do gang signs?" Uh, and then. Uh, you know, and then we took, we did it. So I have a photo that I posted on. So it was just a good memory. He was a cool dude. I'm just glad he didn't get, uh, he wasn't like, he didn't shot, die. Shot for, by a rival gang. Yeah. He wasn't like <laughs> shot, <laughs> shot and killed by a gang. Cause then I would feel horrible, but anyway, well, rest in peace. Yeah. Well, this show goes out to you, Dustin. Definitely. And, uh, with us today is a very special guest, host of the dangerous Brown podcast, a uh, comedian, a great comedian coming out from Southern California. The one and only Asan Ahmad is here. Yeah. Hey. Cheers. Welcome, Asan. Thanks for having me, man. Joseph, hearing you say the intro again brought back so many memories. Oh, you'll, you'll love it when you listen to the playback because I'm, I'm just using the old theme song too, because uh... old theme, I love it. I love it. <laughs> that was back, Yeah. I mean, original... it's, it's cheaper than hiring someone to write me a new team. <laughs> That's the original dynamic panel was the first thing when uh, was the first thing that I was like, oh, I can do, I can pursue stand up and comedy as an actual career. That was one of the first things I was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, and uh, Asan is pretty is pretty uh, 
Well, where would you consider yourself on the comedy scale? Like one is like an open micer, 10 mm. is like Bill Burr. Where, where would you say you are right now? Ooh, okay. That's a good, question. Say... That's a good question. As a comedian, I'm kind of like, yeah, that's As a good... As a comedian, like, can you even scale yourself like that? Or are you too narcissistic and say you're like a nine? I'm not a nine. I would say... I don't think maybe... we ever think we're nines, yeah. Well, on that scale of one open micer, 10 Bill Burr, I would say maybe six. Yeah. I would say where I, I can feature, I've featured for big names, but I'm not headlining yet. I think I would say seven is like low level headliner. Eight is like you're headlining B clubs. Nine is like you're headlining A clubs. And then 10, you're like Bill Burr. So I think I'd be like a six on that scale. But, but for you and, and so I don't, I don't mean to like uh, chop into this, uh, great questioning at uh, joseph like i mean i even see you as on like as you could headline b clubs and i don't know if you're pra like saying practically i've seen your i've seen you know your bits since i used to see you in madhouse but you know uh but yeah i think you're that quality so that's even humble Suck man. Up. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> you know at, at a certain point like you know I, i'm always dedicated to my craft so you know i, I could I, I could always be better and all that sort of stuff but uh, at a certain point, headlining is more than just um, how good your bits are. You need to be able to sell out a room, right? So the, 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 what's holding me back from headlining clubs is that I just don't have the fan base to sell out. The clout. You yeah, the clout. It's, it's, it's the clout time. I, you know, I believe in myself material-wise, and I, I truly believe that I could definitely headline B clubs, but I just now need to be able to put some butts in seats. That makes Did you sense. see a it's common thread for like, the people that are fans of you? That people like come up to you after a show or something? Not really. I, 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 Any white I, guys? It's mostly Any white guys. guys. <laughs> it's most. It's mostly white guys. That's that's my number one fan base. But uh, because of TikTok and stuff, like I have a small little following on TikTok. Most of my fans now are kind of too young to come out because of they know me from TikTok and they're like under eighteen. Is it because you do like collaborations with the, like the Wiggles or something? Like, is, like what is what are your TikToks? <laughs> Teletubby uh, was a big a big phase for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's just the, the the TikTok fan base is pretty young. So if you become popular on there, your fans are going to be young, just by nature. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They're all like they're all like uh, I hate to say it, but teeny teeny. Do people still say teeny boppers? That like shows my age. I, I hate that phrase. That sounds <laughs> so disgusting. My... Yeah, it does. It does, yeah. it does like sound pre, disgusting. But like pre, but like preteens and stuff, you know, like preteens yeah. and teenagers. Yeah. Teenagers like, you know, um, I, I saw this great clip online. The, re the reason why people make fun of TikTok is because its main audience is teenage girls and people always make fun of what teenage girls like but that is the, that is, there is a trueness to it of like a lot of people on tiktok are pretty young and i just don't have that older fan base to who would come out and see me so would you say like tiktok gave you the most fame or like because uh for for the audience right now asan is actually featured in this showtime documentary for, for about like 20 seconds or so but it was still pretty yeah. cool did that get yeah, you a lot yeah, of like cool, followers man. too no, that didn't get me any followers. Okay. Um, so that's just yeah. cool for people that know you, basically. Yeah. Like me, me and David. <laughs> yeah, where I recognize you. And it's a trip, too, actually. Like, I was I was kind of tripping out just before I jumped on here. But, like, even when Joe asked me, like, oh, we should get a sauna, I was like, that would be great. Because, you know, I see, I, see you, I see you working all the time. But just, like, looking back to uh, UCSD, like, 
Joseph reminded me of the story of when he was like, hey, like, how do you get a show? And I was like, oh, you just like go and, you know, get a show, get a radio show. And I remember I walked in and you guys were doing your show. And I was like, dude, this is so funny. But just like looking back at like how much time has passed. And then I saw you in San Diego as a comedian. And uh, but all all of you guys at, at Madhouse like inspired me to to be to be bold and really not really you know, don't don't walk on eggshells when you're like doing your material. Don't be afraid. Is that actually yes, advice it, you would give to a up and comer, son? Like, don't walk yeah. on eggshells. I, you know, I you gotta do you gotta do what you think is funny. So right, yeah. that's you know, what I mean. Yeah. You can't you can't cater your your material to like oh. But have you I seen a lot of success funny? stories from from that strategy, or do you see a lot of people fail because they they just couldn't draw a crowd after being too it, real? If you're funny enough, you're funny enough. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. So mm. I think the, the best thing to do if you're trying to – any sort of creative pursuit, right, is to be true to yourself. So if yourself is – if you're like kind of like an offensive guy and that's that's your art and people really respond to it, then just do that, you know? So right. the, the second you're like, oh, how should I tailor my creative pursuit to appeal to – like – you got to do some of that, right? You got to appeal to people, but it's like you can't give up who you are, if that makes any sense. Right. No, that makes sense to me big time because like in the last, I mean, it's been like a good five years since I, I, I would say like the last two to three years, I've been, I've been really trying to understand more what it means to find your voice. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, it's exactly what you're saying. Like you can't, uh, you have to be true to yourself because otherwise you don't have a voice. Your voice is always changing, and you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna find people that agree with you uh, all the time because you're not relatable to the people that understand you because you're not understanding you. So it it all comes back to that, like you know, like like you're saying, uh, be true to yourself. So I find it really strange that our most serious conversation in our show history was between two comedians <laughs> talking about that. comedy. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's always how uh, I get with comedy though. I'm like nerding out hard. I always Yeah, com- comedians have this tendency to just get up their own ass with comedy. <laughs> like, oh, it's They're a modern snobby. philosophy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, we, we tend to get that way. Anyway, on that note, it's time to get to our news stories. Uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, what we do is we talk about the most important news stories of the week, and it should come to no surprise that our first story is Target joins Costco in dropping coconut milk brand over force monkey labor allegations. David, what is your stance on force monkey labor? Uh, you know, forced monkey, I'm, I'm like one of the first people to really despise animal abuse uh, because, you know, I don't hit my dog. I try to be, you know, I try to be a good dog parent. Uh, I mean, if I had a cat, too, I would probably only squirt him with water at the very worst. Monkeys, however, are an animal that can throw feces at you. I think to a certain extent, uh, they you know, it. They, I don't know. Maybe. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Did the original might, Egyptian depending, slaves throw feces, and that's why they deserve to be slaves, too. It's, I, you know, <laughs> I don't know where I, I was I going with that. I'm not a pharaoh, but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Well, this is what I'm confused about. It says allegations. So I mean, it's very hard they, to prove it because you can't interview a monkey. You can't tell the, the monkey can't tell you that he is a slave. This is highly implied. Right. Okay. Like, <laughs> but allegations because I, you know, 
allegations means that like people are just saying this. Is there any video proof of these monkey slaves? I, I obviously yeah. didn't read the article enough, but I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there any proof of like the like any abusive training or like you know like they're like like they're being forced? How do you know? Because monkeys are pretty smart. Like, how do you know that they're really? How do you just... know the monkeys didn't want to like force yeah. the coconut plantation? Yeah, it's not like they're, it's not like we're asking them to like make coconut cream pies. Like that's that's really excessive. How do you know they're just not yeah, what, what, coconuts? What are they doing in these? Uh, what are these monkey slaves doing for work? What so they're they're milk? gathering coconuts for the coconut milk, and okay. then I don't know. I, that sounds pretty fun to me. Like going to. Uh, Good. Well, this is how this is how I look at it, right? And let's let's talk about. The real issues of, of, of humanity here. Um, in, no, in no situation in this world, and at no time, has there ever not been slaves. I'm pretty sure. There's always been slaves at one point or another. Because... Because, because people want coconut milk. Yes, that. <laughs> and at the end of the day, free people labor... People have always wanted coconut milk. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, free labor is a thing, right? Like, people are always going to take advantage of free labor. That's just how life works. So, sure. yeah. isn't it better that the slaves are monkeys instead of people? That's the sort of uh, what, I, what I propose. That maybe, even if they are slaves, hot, hot is it that take. bad? Hot take, but I agree. I agree 100% with that. <laughs> I do. Because I, I guess, yeah. If, Go ahead. if we had to choose, yeah. You would choose monkeys you know, over people. Yeah, they're gonna make. If you say no, to the, if you say no to the monkeys, this whatever evil corporation is making them slaves are just gonna find a way to make the locals slaves. You know but what your, I mean? Your argument is like society needs slaves, and like, so we gotta make monkeys do it. Instead when you of, say it like that, Joseph, it sounds very much. That was Hassan's argument. <laughs> The gravitas yeah. behind that is like, a lot. We don't need slaves. <laughs> but, 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 do we not need slaves? Is there been, ever been a point in time when human society has functioned without slaves? Well, I guess not, because there's still slavery right now. It's just, like, not as publicized. But I guess the, the, the easiest transition is to, you know, have robots to do most of the manual labor. Like, Dude, robots. now that I... Now that I think about it, like, isn't my dog kind of just a slave to my companionship? You know, like, what, what am I really? (laughs) You you give the dog food. There there is a there is a beneficial that is a beneficial relationship. But I will say this: in like a hundred years, people will be like, "Oh, we're taking advantage of these machines." You know what I mean? Like, eventually, the the machines will get smart enough to the point where people have to be like, "Well, are we taking advantage of them?" Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. What stores so, do you think would most likely support using monkey labor? And it's probably Walmart, isn't it? Yeah. And why is it Walmart? You know what? I, I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on a stance here and say I am pro monkey slave, and um, you know, uh, we should be we should be training them to be slaves everywhere. I actually um, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that when Costco um was selling the coconut milk brand they, they, brand, they were also forcing the monkeys to give free samples of the coconut milk to other monkeys in the trees. So, I don't know. I I think it's a good idea, but it's kind of <laughs> controversial. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I would shop more at Costco and Target just to, just because they, they, they don't allow monkey slavery. 
to taint their their high quality products. No, but, seriously but, though, I I would look into like Chiquita Banana and Dole and like I don't know maybe even like maple syrup companies because when's the last time we caught Canada doing anything controversial other than making Justin Bieber? But what what do you think is a the way that we can compensate the monkeys? Because I don't think monkeys would really use like like uh, salaries or like currency because that's not part of the monkey environment. Um, just feed them well. Let them have some of the coconuts. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably not feeding them at all if they are yeah. if they are enslaving them. Yeah, the the, the reality is, is that the the, pro- the reason why it's a problem is because they're probably definitely treating the monkeys terribly. But uh, I feel like. As long as you keep a monkey well fed and you don't hit it, monkey slaves it seems like the way to go. <laughs> I feel like Hassan <laughs> is advertising monkey slavery. He's gonna be like the spokesperson. They need a, oh, guy, I, a comedian to. to... I, we, I'm, I'm, I'd probably be on board with you if we get together like a group of monkey slaves. I mean, we could try it out. What's the worst? I'm really be? pushing it. I'm I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go to Washington as a lobbyist for monkey slaves. I <laughs> really happen. I mean, it's you know, we're just trying it out. It's a trial. Uh, what's a better use for the the monkeys? I'm afraid to ask this question. What's a better use for the monkeys? <laughs> I mean, they're doing all the work. There's nothing else you could do. I mean, we have like monkey Uber drivers too, or monkey. Uh, what's another job that people don't want to do? Oh man. Wait, I, think what? Pro- <laughs> I think prostitution's an obvious answer. Uh, <laughs> improv comedians. That's one yeah. that we shouldn't have <laughs> any humans doing, you know? So. What, really? No, I feel like <laughs> prost- prostitution should strictly be adult humans. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think adding monkeys to the mix makes there's it better. A, there's an HIV joke in there, but I'm, I'm not yeah. going to say it because it's too easy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's somewhere it's in there. It's to feel like a fetish that I never thought I had, so I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't know what... What, what what do we want to do? Yeah, I, I feel like at this point that, yeah, they could be our, our Uber driver. Like, monkeys should be in charge of airport runs, specifically. Monkey TSA agents. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, they'd be just as effective as regular TSA agents. I <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note. I would, have, I would have always felt uncomfortable getting searched by TSA, but definitely by a mon- monkey. It's I, like I think a, it'd be more whimsical if it was a monkey. Like yeah, a, it'd be kind of fun, probably actually. get searched quite a bit. Like, it's more fun if a monkey did it. Yeah, it feels like a, it feels like a movie if a monkey does it. <laughs> it's part of a, like the experience. Anyway, from, uh, from monkeys to money, Robin Hood staff, unhappy about the trading halt, were paid off with a $40 DoorDash credit. So uh, do you guys know what happened with, with Robin Hood and uh, GameStop this uh, this this week? There yeah, is a, it was pretty intense. A lot of Redditors were trading uh, GameStop. They actually drove the price up quite a bit. And they did this in response to finding out that hedge funds made aggressive bets against GameStop, uh, GameStop stock. So, uh, so this is just show the power of Reddit, how powerful that game GameStop stock is. Got yeah, that's a really hard yeah. word to say. <laughs> yeah, it's a stop, stop, got, got, dot, stop. It's it's really like, hey, don't don't let these don't let these lonely people get together and, and figure stuff out because they will destroy our money system. Right, right. And the pandemic <laughs> definitely contributed because like a lot of people are just staying home right now, and then there's not much to do. You can watch conspiracy videos, or you can check out Robinhood, and you can see how the stock Dude, that's market is all going. people are doing on Reddit is just like finding ways to. Screw the stock market, dude. Yeah, they're just screwing <laughs> hedge fund managers. Power to them. Power to them. It's pretty. Yeah, it's definitely. Pretty, yeah. 
I mean, it's pretty rich corporation to be like, well, our employees that are unhappy, we'll give them a forty dollar gift card or whatever. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> super cor- forty dollars on DoorDash is really only like two pad ties. I'm sorry, but yeah, the, the tip <laughs> and the, the service fee takes away a lot from that. It's, it's, yeah, it's like pad, double surprise to be honest. It's a pad tie and a tie iced tea. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like it's crazy that they really even gave anything out. At this point, Robin Hood should just fully step into its role as the bad guy. Yeah, so the theory is, uh, I'm sorry I didn't explain this, but like the theory is that the uh, the hedge fund people are very powerful, so they told Robin Hood to limit the ability to trade games, GameStock, AMC, and other like other other stocks that were getting a lot of traction on right. this. Uh, right. David, and- do you do you do you side with the redditors here, or do you do you hide, do you side with the hedge funders? That's a stupid question. Of course you side. No. <laughs> Why did I say that? Well, Joseph, I've worked in the as stock part of the one percent now. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I I I obviously side with the redditors, but um, I mean, it's it's just it's it's almost like I didn't think I could get more surprised at the at the corporate you know BS that's already out there, but then Robin Hood. Is like, oh yeah, I'm no longer, you know, they're no longer helping the people. They're limiting the the. It's just totally against the name of what you think they're supposed to be about. It's it it's 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 so absurd that it's actually surprising. Like I didn't think it would it could get that surprising. Yeah, the it's corporate it's, powers that be. I guess is what I'm saying. And then the forty dollars too is also such an insult. Like you might as well just not give them the money because the forty dollars is like. Like insulting the level of a how yeah like how much do you think a DoorDash meal costs like why are you giving us forty dollars we're mad at you like it's just it's just so much it's it's very much uh you know like it's like Marie Antoinette saying let them eat cake the Robin Hood people would be like oh just give them forty bucks they should be fine <laughs> it's like it's, it's true it's true it's almost of- like it's almost like Robin Hood's like oh I know I know you guys are getting made fun of a lot for working here we're gonna buy you lunch this week. Not even this week. We'll buy you lunch once <laughs> for a couple. Yeah, <laughs> for, for a, yeah, yeah. Egg salad sandwich. Uh, what's what's a more appropriate gift card to give them? The Robin Hood employees, like a psychiatry uh, gift card. No, thousands of dollars worth of GameStop stock. That's the appropriate <laughs> yeah. thing to give them. The appropriate thing to give them is a, so much GameStop stock that they can then sell it out, get some money. And then screw over these headphones. Head that managers. was why they were limiting their customers from being able to buy stock, so they'd give it to their employees. <laughs> no, the, the more funny thing would be giving them a GameStop gift card. Like it's not yeah. even. <laughs> not, not even a GameStop gift card. They give them an old game that they can trade in at GameStop. <laughs> a, a used copy of like uh, Need for Speed Underground too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, played Crash Bandicoot. One obscure PS2 game or something. Yeah, like Super Mario Bros. for the NES. Go trade this in for five cents if you're lucky. <laughs> Do you have a more appropriate gift card to give out, David? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think DoorDash is like ridiculous. I mean, yeah, they they like we were talking about earlier. They do make you tip a lot, but I haven't been paid off with food since I was like a teenager, like working for my mom's friend at the church, like. I just think it's kind of – I can't even think of another I, – I feel like maybe like – yeah, maybe like a $200 gift card, Visa gift card. Just make it 
the money. Just give him the money because that's what we're all talking about here. I'm assuming Robin Hood like staff are pretty well paid. I'm assuming they're in the tech industry. They're they're probably like engineers and stuff. So the forty dollars is pretty insulting to them. But like, if they can give out a gift that like shows that they care, and I don't know if it's like a teddy bear with like the GameStop logo or something, but. <laughs> That's why I think go, like psychiatry. Why not go like real Robin Hood and just give him a bag of gold, you know? <laughs> like, not DVD Robin of Hood. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robin Hood. Again, that would be better than $40 on DoorDash. At least you can get enjoyment multiple days out of Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would be good. <laughs> uh, Asan, did you trade on Robin Hood? I don't trade on Robin Hood. I, I use Fidelity. I've never traded on Robin Hood. Um, I... So how much GameStop stock did you get? I I did not I was not any part of that. I, I don't make a lot of short term bets. I do a lot of just long term things that'll kind of hold over time. Like you know, I, yeah yeah, yeah like Blockbuster and, and uh, <laughs> Radio Shack, Blockbuster, and Circuit City, Staples. I try to or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, uh, I just have a deep mistrust of any trading app that is heavily promoted by podcasts i have i just have like a deep mistrust of that there's something you know there's something that seems way off about that so i've never trusted robin hood damn it dude that's so true like i don't know that's what got me into robin hood is i heard it on someone's podcast and then uh yeah and then all of this turned over and i was like sellouts dude what what uh yeah i, I trade on robin hood too i made i made like i made i'll be honest i made like 300 dollars off of the bitcoin bitcoin you know push and then i i left like i was like i'm not gonna get screwed by the man i'm out and then uh, so and, but i was thousands of dollars because you sold too early <laughs> yeah exactly yeah because then you'd just be left without that money for like a good i don't know two three four years uh being unemployed i don't got that kind of time so <laughs> but being <laughs> unemployed you have more time to spend on robin hood right <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah i was i was doing the same thing as a son like i would uh I would invest in like communications companies, you know, like things like I was like they would go up forty dollars, down twenty, up another thirty, and it, it was a long term kind of game. And um, but I really only made money off of Bitcoin though. What yeah, do you think would, is the next game stock? Or, the next GameStop stock? I don't know. I don't know. You you'd have to just do the research and see what these uh, financial companies are like shorting, you know. But. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like now it's like it's not even worth it because they probably will just limit those stocks even before they get GameStop. You know? True, yeah, true colors, bro. Like we've seen the true colors from Robinhood for sure. Yeah, they're so powerful that they can literally stop you from trading, and that's obviously going to make the stock go down. Like I can't believe like this is even legal, and I, I hope it gets investigated. I mean, no joke. It's, seriously. Yeah, it's but it's like remember Occupy Wall Street in uh. Uh, back when we were in college, it's like it maybe it gets investigated, but these Wall Street people are so powerful that like I fully expect this to go away within like the next like month or so. And people yeah, are like, well, we just screwed on. Yeah, we just got screwed on GameStop, and that just is what it is. Anyway, uh, from Hedgers to Benders, a British man who changed his name to Celine Dion during a drunken bender has no plans to change it back. Uh, what, what happened is he watched the Celine Dion concert while he was drunk, and he decided that it was so inspiring that he changed his name. Uh, he decided not to change his name back. So 
this kind of just tell you that he, he was planning to, to change his name to Celine Dion and he just used the drunken concert watching as, as an excuse, right, Asan? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's so oddly specific. That, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, and, and you got it. You got to really think like. Who drunkenly watches a Celine Dion concert at home? <laughs> You know, like it, 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 he's been obsessed with Celine Dion for a minute. Well, <laughs> for a good Since while. Titanic, yeah. Since yeah. Titanic, he he probably went to Las Vegas when Celine Dion had her show out there many times. Oh, for like, sure. He, he probably he probably like tried to ask her while he was in the audience, like, should I change my name to your name? <laughs> but man, I can't imagine like uh, just a feather in Celine Dion's cap to have a voice so powerful that it gets a drunk man in Britain to change his name to Celine Dion. That's pretty cool. Uh, David, do you, does someone inspire you enough for, that you would consider changing your name to that person? Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I like, I don't think, I don't like idolize people that uh, enough to be able to do that. Like I, like people always said, I looked like Dean Kane when I was growing up, but I wouldn't change my name to like Dean Kane or, Superman. That looks sound really narcissistic, by the way, too. If I changed my name to Superman, who's Dean Cain? Uh, he was the he was the guy who he was the actor who played uh Superman in the in the live action like uh TNT you know TV series and stuff. But uh oh, but but I would I probably would change my name to like something random like 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 a pronoun like I would change it to like my like my guy or something like what's up my guy like or what's up? What's up, uh, cool, cool ass dude? I don't know. I would change <laughs> something where, where it's super that's casual. Creative, right? Yeah. I, I saw the, someone inspire you enough. Like who? Who's oh, your yeah. I, I would be. I, I think the only person I would consider is Mister Rogers because I think that'd be pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, the, the highest approval rating out of anyone, probably. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh. You know, people. No one would get super mad at you for that, or no one would question true. that. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I, I, can, I can imagine someone in the grocery store like saying, "Hey, Mister Rogers," and then everyone turns and they're like, "That's not Mister Rogers." And I could just be like, "Welcome to my neighborhood." <laughs> yeah, <It's>, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Celine Dion though is pretty solid. Just in, like in terms of just like there's a story behind that. Like I think I, I would go share. I could do that. You know, keeping in the same zone as Celine Dion, but I mean, I uh, props to this guy for sticking with it. He got sober and he was like, "I'll keep it." I might I go you... like I might go with like a you know like almost like that. I want to say like that Wheel of Fortune, you know, double uh, double meaning name. I, I maybe I'd go like Celine Dion Cole, you know, someone <laughs> else, <laughs> someone else that I uh, also admire. Oh, you I mean, mean like a Jeopardy category, category where you put like two names next to each other? Oh, yeah, yeah. A, be- a before and after. A That's before and after. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Wheel of Fortune has any trivia questions like that. <laughs> It's a lot of just solving the puzzle, uh, but but we actually have a very special oh, I guest. Thought, I thought they had like like uh, like the. Sorry, I'm not trying to get hung up on this game show. Uh, <laughs> reference, no, I think but, I think it's both a Jeopardy category and the Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, category. they would do like, a, like rain rain boot camp or something. That's the only one I. Oh can yeah, do. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we we actually got. A very special guest to give her reaction. Uh, Celine Dion is here. Look, Celine, what do, what do you think about this guy changing his name to Celine Dion? 
and refusing to change it back. Hello, thank you for having me again. Uh, I think it is very nice that uh, he changed his name to my name because I have a good fan base that I uh, think I practice a lot to have uh, fan base. My heart will go on to him. All right. Mm. <laughs> Asad, do you have any questions for Celine Dion? Yeah, Celine Dion, uh, since when were you slightly Filipino? <laughs> when, did that, when did that happen? <laughs> I, I spent some time in the Philippines. <laughs> it's a good, good time for me to uh, experience the Filipino culture. And <laughs> guess my, heart will, my heart will go on to the Filipino people. <laughs> I feel like you're saying my heart will go on a lot. Is, is that the only thing? Is, the, is that the only song that you remember about your, your historic album creations uh, no yes and no but i had a family member who uh had a heart disease and actually regardless of the song their heart did not go on and so that is the reason i reference uh, heart going on uh, filipinos especially so celine who does your heart not go on for uh, jack from titanic <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, mostly uh, for the people that um, uh, maybe the racist people or people that uh, also enslave monkeys. Uh, I don't oh, like. Oh wow! That. Yes, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've heard about this recently, but uh, people are enslaving monkeys uh, allegedly. In and co uh, coconut milk is what gives you a, that, that awesome vocal range too. So it's really <laughs> troubling for you to to talk about the story, right? Right. Exactly. Ex exactly. Exactly. All right. Th wow. Thank you for being. Uh, sorry. Do you have one more question for? <laughs> I don't have. I don't have one more question, Celine. You can go. I oh, appreciate it. Thank you for just... having me. This is a uh, this is a great time uh, for for me to be on your show. Thank you. Wow. I just I just had no idea. Oh, Starstruck. Starstruck. It was insane. I I just had no idea that me and Celine Dion would uh fundamentally disagree on monkey slaves but you find out a lot of things in life you know yeah you know what i feel really uh, offended that uh you know i think it was like a stab at us because she it, was she not listening to what we <laughs> were talking <laughs> i wish i could have talked to her i was just i had to go to the bathroom right now but i i just mm -hmm. wish i could have talked to her about that because she really did you had a very convincing uh, french canadian accent too did you notice that it's on <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It was, i was like wow this, this person is definitely very french and canadian <laughs> she really did yeah it was very uh it was very obvious that she was uh from canada but also french too yeah well uh congratulations to the guy for changing his name like keep it if you want i, I think you do you i think that's the moral of the story right guys yeah yeah, do you, yeah. Do you man i'm very proud of him a guy if you're listening i'm very proud of you anyway from celine to san francisco San Francisco is going to rename 44 schools with racist namesakes, including Washington, Lincoln, and Feinstein. Asan, is it too far to change Lincoln, who was literally the guy who freed the slaves? Yeah, what's the thinking there? Uh, Lincoln actually Lincoln's was very mean to Native Americans. That's not a joke. He, he actually had some. Anyway. Oh, I mean, I mean that makes oh, sense. Wow. All that tracks. Um, but like, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just sort of mad because uh, whenever I had shows in San Francisco, I would park. There was always par a lot of parking near Abraham Lincoln High School, and then I could just go and um, 
uh, Uber there to anywhere in San Francisco and it will be perfect. So now I'll have no idea where to park. So personally, uh, I'm sad about that. Um, but like, well, yeah, you're going to have to look, gonna have to look out for the new name, whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm like I said, like it's sure, I guess, you know, I feel like San Francisco has other things to be worrying about, like the massive homeless population. But if it wants to win, <laughs> some, if it wants to win some brownie points, I guess go ahead and win some brownie points. Uh, do you think this is too far, David? Like changing the name of Lincoln? Who's uh, like, yeah, maybe universally considered the best president. Um, you know, I'll be honest. Like, I'm kind of ignorant about his about how he treated Native Americans, so I don't know if I can really speak on that, but. I I hate to say it, but shouldn't it kind of balance 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 out? Like he he did he did help to free the American slaves too. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of my issue. Is like I feel so like, like everyone like, should have an evilness score, and then like if you pass a certain threshold, then San Francisco can name your school their schools after you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like we're just kind of uh I don't know. I mean, everyone's no one's perfect. You know, no one's a completely perfect. We're we're eventually gonna probably find out like Harriet Tubman also sold like Herbalife or something. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like what whatever you rename it to. So let's say they you're gonna rename it to some famous guy who was an asshole to somebody, right? Like there's no way. Like let's say you rename it to like, um, uh, what's his name? Steve Jobs High. Let's do that. Or you're just gonna ignore all like that like all the people in these sweatshops around the world you know there's what I no mean? way that they would pick steve jobs out anyway <laughs> uh, that's fair it is I better, like mother teresa for example you never like, she, she's she's like a saint and all but like there's like lots of things that were controversial about her too yeah she was hugely instrumental yeah, like, in in the AIDS spread in india so it's like <laughs> like so it's like who are you who are you gonna rename it to she was also very old, which I'm uh, offended by. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Old people are offensive. <laughs> so no, no one could pass this purity test is what you're saying, right? Uh, right. If you dig enough, no one could pass a purity test. Exactly. No, I felt like that too. Like if you if you really like find out enough about someone. Um... What did Feinstein do? They're trying to say Feinstein's high school? Feinstein was, uh, when she was mayor of San Francisco, she refused to take down the Confederate flag, which was... So like in City Hall, like they would hang flags from like everywhere, including the Confederate flag. It was a different time. It was the seventies. Who had the balls to put up the Confederate flag in California? <laughs> yes, it should be. Yeah, the the anger should be against whoever put put the flag up. No. <laughs> also, yeah. Why did she refuse to take it down? That's that's a, that's a crazy story. Well, that's why she doesn't have her her elementary school named after her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think but I think Mr. The- Rogers is probably the only person, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. vegan ones, so that's pretty bad. <laughs> maybe everyone, everything should be Mr. Rogers High. Uh, should we be naming schools after not people anymore? Should we just name it after other other things, Ooh. like the zip code, just the number? Ooh, they should sell. They should sell it to corporations for sponsorship. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, I high to, school. <laughs> yeah, Safeway High. Free, yeah, Frito Frito Lay Junior High School. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screw it. Let the let the let these corporate sponsors sponsor these schools so the teachers don't have to pay for their own supplies. If well, that's, that's what we gotta point. do, that's what we gotta do. You brought up a very good point because at the beginning, like, you know, San Francisco has 
tons of problems in in their city like i live in san francisco and the homeless issue is, is insane here like you can literally openly use fentanyl or heroin on the street mm-hmm. and changing the names to all these schools is actually going to cost about a million dollars according to the article well, so yeah, the yeah so we could be using that money for for more useful things but we, i guess we can gain the money back if we just name the schools after frito-lay yeah, dude. I think it's a good plan. The Raytheon High School, you know? <laughs> Lockheed Martin Elementary. Let's get it done. I mean, they, they put the, the names on like Laker jerseys or like basketball player jerseys. Why not put it on, on school uniforms, too? Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> fucking tattoo it on the kids. Let's, <laughs> let's do what we got to do. Let's fix our problems. So this sounds pretty crazy to me, but like... um. I guess I'm not part of the younger generation anymore, even though I'm I'm under 30. But uh, you guys have been interacting with the younger generation quite a bit because you're both comedians. Do you think they would actually like this? Like this, do you think cancel culture has gone too far, or do they like appreciate that San Francisco is renaming all these schools? Dude, I don't think they care. I don't think any any person who goes to Abraham Lincoln High, a vast majority of them, would not care. Yeah, I agree. It's, I don't think it's about the it's it's not really about the name as much as what the school is actually doing. Like if you have if you have decent, you know, like principals, teachers, you know, administrators at the school itself, you're not, you know, like what are we trying to really cancel the the name? Like parents eventually being like, "Well, I'm sending you to Washington High School, and they had slaves, so you're eventually gonna have slaves. Like that's not that's not the way that it works. Great logic, there, parents. Yeah, yeah but you're like, but it, it, it's not for it's not obviously it's not for the kids. This is not for the kids. This right. is so all the parents and the people on Twitter and all like you know the the early twenties young people who are like quote unquote social activists can make a change and they can feel good good about themselves while at the same time not really doing of anything of substance and letting people shoot up fentanyl openly in the streets. You know what I mean? Like it's right. it's for them to pat themselves on the back. Like, oh we did something good while ignoring the actual blatant problems in their face. But who are they trying yeah, to impress here? Like each, each, other. each other? Each other, yeah, yeah. It's a big That's uh, a weird cycle. Cancel culture is just a one giant circle jerk. Do you think it's just like part of the like people that don't have anything to worry about in their lives, so they're just like to feel better about myself, I'm gonna appropriate something. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it is like the white guilt, the white savior. Like, oh, let me come in and let me save this. The, the, you, you know, you heard of those complexes? I feel like a lot of it is that. I could be wrong about that, but that's what I feel like. Yeah, David, I would you're, agree. You're one fourth white. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm Portuguese, and we may have had just as many slaves. Um, so I think, uh, no, I, I think there is this like, you know, uh, need to like, uh, you know, right wrongs and, and feel, and feel, you know, the virtue of, of, of doing the right thing. But it kind of, I think to a certain extent, it just gets, it just gets, it's distract, it's distract, it's a distraction from the real, from the real issue and, and putting money to use for actually fixing the real issues would be, you know, would actually benefit society and cultures more in this country, for sure. Yeah, I think, like, there are so many bigger problems in the world. Like, but when you fix all those things, then you can fix the names. But right now, it doesn't make any sense. And there's no consistency to it either. Like, everyone is offensive. There's literally a street on San Francisco called Columbus, and he's, like, super, like, controversial. 
I do think I do think Jesus is also going to still return, and he's going to get canceled. Oh, right now, right now, <laughs> Jesus is somewhere in a in a detention center at the border because he got separated from his parents. That's where Jesus is right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to think that to think that Jesus would come back and we would treat him any sort of good is pretty oh, funny. Man, I know. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's where Jesus is right now. I I, I would put money on it. If Jesus was alive right now, that's why he'd be. Separate. I still think San Francisco should just name the schools after concepts like hope or like courage. <laughs> yeah. That's that sounds like something San Francisco would do, and it doesn't offend and, anyone. Yeah, anti-racist elementary school. So San Francisco, if you're listening to me, uh, and you want to pay me the million dollars to name all the schools, I'll, I'll happily do it. All I need is the source, and we're gonna... <laughs> yeah, just positive words. <laughs> Anyway, uh, from schools to swabs, China's zero tolerance COVID tactics now include anal swabs. David, you're the one that sent me the story. Why were you so excited about it? Um, I was I was just, uh, you know, first of all, I, I am part Chinese. I'm excited. You know, I think there are some developments being made, uh, you know, as far as whether or not it's necessary. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know if it's necessary, but I think. Uh, I, I don't even have symptoms for COVID, but after I heard about this, I, I was thinking about going over there and getting tested just for the pleasure of it, you know? I mean, I, and, you know, I, I don't know, just to try it out, just to see what that's like. You know, I don't, I don't, I've never really had anything back there, but it's kind of different, you know, and... Uh... <laughs> Asan, make an easy TSA joke, please. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to uh, go into, you've never had anything back there. Let's delve into that a little bit. <laughs> just wear a turban and go to LAX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, yeah. funny thing is they're probably right, right? Like that's probably the best way to test for it. No, yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm no scientist, but uh, I guess it could be right. You put the therm- thermometer up your butt, and that's probably the most accurate, right? Well, look, I'm no scientist, but I'm pretty sure I'm about to move to China. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, no, because like, you, you know, I read a lot of articles about how like a lot of universities were like testing the dorms poop to see if there are outbreaks. So that's probably like the right way to do it. Um, it's just the idea is so funny that like you guys all, everyone has to get in line and bend over and just like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, seriously, <laughs> like, like, no, I don't think this is anything anyone ever wanted to do, uh, even, even if it's a better test result. I think yeah, everyone's going to be good on it. You know, as someone, as someone who, uh, me personally, who has taken COVID pretty seriously and taken, like, the shelter in place pretty seriously, and I've, I've been, like, really good about that stuff. I, I've been yeah. double masking for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, as someone who takes it seriously, if we had to take mandatory anal swabs, I think I would be like, well, this only kills 99.8% of people. You know what I mean? Like, I take, I take the other side of it. I'm like, eh, it's not that bad. I think I can just stay in my closet for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. So if I offered you a vaccine to COVID, but you had to get the anal swab first, you wouldn't do it? Oh, well, no, no, no. If you were offering me, if you were offering me a vaccine and I had to get an anal swab first, I'd be like, hey, swab away. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> take your time back there if I'm getting the vaccine. But uh, if, 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 if that's how they were just checking me, like, periodically, because it's like China, they're just going to, that's how they're just going to test people. They're going to force people to take those tests. That, I did get that away from me. I don't need that. Well, the unfortunate thing is, like, if this was, like, back in March of last year, if, uh, if COVID tests were anal swabs, 
people would just accept it because they're really scared of it. But now they know that you can just get a swab in your mouth or your nose or whatever. So they're not going to like be that cool with it. But China can do whatever it wants because China is so powerful, right, David? One four for David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they have. I I don't know. I I think they uh, I think they have a huge influence uh, on you know on American culture as far as like technologically too. I don't know. I honestly I honestly I'm not even sure if it's real uh, news. I kind of think they maybe like stage the photo and they just want us to be doing weird weird stuff. You think they staged it so <laughs> Americans would unnecessarily? Yeah, have they want a, us to be over butt? here like yeah, like sticking swabs up our butt and then we're like, wait, this doesn't work, and they're like, ha ha, got you. You know, like, that wasn't my Chinese accent, by the way. But um, but if, no, if but I yeah, gave you the COVID vaccine, you you would do it, right, David? I mean, if 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 the swab wasn't any bigger than the current one, maybe. You know, I just don't want them to like keep making the swab bigger, and then I'm like, okay, now I feel uncomfortable. Asan, uh, I'm assuming because you're a comedian, you have a lot of jokes about China. Uh, do you think they're too powerful? <laughs> Um, do I think they're too powerful? I mean, I, I, I'll say this. I think we as Americans, we have to just get used to being number two now. I think, uh, that, that's it. The, the country that COVID can force, yeah, the, the country that can forcefully, uh, make its citizens take anal swabs and also be the world's largest economy. That's the most powerful country. Them's the rules. <laughs> Them's is the rules. I think that was in the UN charter or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're number oh. two baby we better start those chants what do you think china's gonna do next david uh i, I don't they're know they're like don't... spying on their citizens they can like like motion detect you if you ever like jaywalk and stuff like that yeah Maybe i think they're tracking devices I... up people's butts too and this yeah. is an excuse i mean if they really wanted to they could yeah they could already be like you know track i mean they probably are tracking everything that we do already over here i mean but you know, but what are they going to use it for? You know, I mean, like, I mean, what what are they going to use it for? To, like, take over our country? Actually, yeah, they could probably take over our country. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> I mean, I think the next logical thing is, is if they're going to give us anal swabs, the next logical thing is to let us finish, right? I think that's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the next step. <laughs> the COVID vaccine is a prostate massage, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what can the U.S. do to encourage people to take COVID tests, on? Uh, you give everyone who takes a COVID test a free gun. Everyone in America to get one. You can, no, you it can depends on what that. state you live in. Uh, free gun for the South, free weed for the... Uh, for the well, th this is what you do, right? You, go, you let the vaccine. The people who are going to take the vaccine are obviously going to take the vaccine regardless. The people who are not, you say, hey, you get a free AR-15. And then you'll literally, everyone in the country will get a vaccine. Right, yeah. <laughs> Just in time for school shootings. Just in time, you know, really, I, I, I want America to feel normal again, you know? And what's <laughs> a whole year without school shootings? I was like, is this the country I grew up in? It doesn't feel like the country I grew up in. This is what I said. I, I long for the good old days. <laughs> David, do you have an opinion on what uh, America can, can give out to its citizens to give out? Co to take COVID tests? I don't know. I mean, for me, I was just, I was just thinking like, uh, you know, in order to go out and dine in a restaurant, you should have to take a coat. But I think Asan's solution kind of trumps mine. Well, your solution is like practical. And of, of course that would happen. 
my solution would get Americans to take the COVID test. That's, <laughs> I think that's the difference. Yeah, and they and it would cause Americans to actually be proud, you know, of taking their COVID test, and uh, you know, and then whoever has COVID, the you know, we could all use the AR-15 to get rid of them. Well, okay. No, <laughs> I got pretty dark. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you read a little too into my plan. <laughs> you said school shootings. Uh, yeah, yeah just, like uh, classic American stuff. Like apple yeah. pie school yeah. shooting. It's not, <laughs> not euthanization. I saw it. Have you, have you toured America quite a bit because you're a comedian? Or is it mostly the West Coast? Yes, I've, I've toured America quite a bit. I've seen, I've seen the country. I've seen the country. Is it, is it gun stereotype? pretty real I, I guess i've never been in that part of the country yes yeah it's pretty real it's pretty real i remember uh one comedy club i went to had a sign that said uh no concealed carry in this in this establishment um what state was that in no Tennessee. concealed so people could just like walk in with their you can, you can open you can open carry yeah no concealed yeah. carry in that establishment but uh, other establishments you can for sure conceal carry um yeah it's pretty real and, it, and it's like one of those things too that like if everyone around you has a gun you kind of want a gun. You know, Have you, you ever don't shot want... a gun? I, I imagine it's pretty fun, right? Oh, I've shot plenty of guns. Uh, you know, one of my friends has a huge gun collection. So I go, I've, I've shot like pistols and stuff. I've shot an AR-15. I'm pretty sure I've shot an AK. I've shot a lot of stuff. It's, it's every time, crazy fun. Yeah, it's it not is. a great I... slogan. Get it? Take the shot. Get a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's ge- it's generally a good plan, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I shot like a like an AR-15 and pistols, not like a shotgun or anything. But it is fun. I mean, it is it is fun. And then you're thinking like if you're if you got to do it to protect yourself, I mean, it's you know it can't be that bad. I mean, unless you're in danger. I guess that's the that, I guess that's the caveat. Yeah, no, so uh, when, when I was shooting the AR-15, I was like, there is no, I was, I was, you know, at the range and stuff, you know, not, not at my local elementary school, but I, when I was shooting, <laughs> I should, I feel like I should mention that. When I was shooting the AR-15, I did shooter. get the feeling, I, I did get the feeling that like, there is no reason, like, I shouldn't be able to do this now. Just some guy who walked into a gun range and I was just able to do that. Like, there should be some, there should be some sort of regulation on it, like. I think I think you should be able to get a handgun to protect yourself. That's cool, but like the AR-15, that's like a huge step up from a handgun. If you've ever shot a gun, it's like not even in the same world. It feels like. Yeah, totally. It's not like it's it's highly unnecessary to just have one of those. Well, what's the argument for selling it in the first place? For for hunting or like why do people buy it? Yeah, I'm like, who the hell goes hunting with an AR-15? <laughs> hunting AR-15? for like <laughs> super animals, for bears. And... Yeah, I mean, they're selling it because. The unwritten—it's an unwritten rule. They're selling it to like, hey, you're you're buying this to kill people, wink, but just don't tell anybody. Like that's what that's what it is. Right? Yeah. I, like you you can because we didn't say you can't. Yes, I mean it, it is very telling that the year that there's no school shootings, the NRA goes bankrupt. It is a very telling thing. Well, that the NRA happened. went bankrupt. I didn't know that. The NRA. I didn't know that either. Yeah. The NRA filed for bankruptcy. I think like uh, a week or two ago. Oh wow! Well, what was yeah. that connection with the school shootings, though? Like, school <laughs> shootings is like advertisements for people to buy ears. That's terrible. Um, what's it called? Every time, I'm pretty sure every time there's a school shooting, uh, automatic assault rifle sales go up. 
because people go, oh, you're not going to ban our guns. You're not going to take our guns. Oh, it is a, yeah, it is, uh, is that uh, direct school correlation. Shootings, school shootings are very good business for the NRA. Very good business. Well, uh, tying this back, the point is, uh, you can't give Americans anal swabs because we all have guns, and like, it's not going to end up well. <laughs> yeah. Also, like was, personally, I yeah. feel like people should own guns. Like, like I think the mental health problem is the, the bigger issue. Right. And I I hate how politicians always like have this whole culture war about guns. Like, if you're pro gun, you're Republican, but like, and you stand for nothing besides the pro-gun aspect of it. And I, I yeah. wish, like, Democrats were just, like, more cool with guns and just focused on the, the mental health issue. Well, it's, it's not even that. I, I wish the media would just show people, like, I would say I'm pro-Second Amendment. Yeah, people should, have, people should have guns, especially in a country where everyone has guns. You, you should be able to protect yourself. But, like, you know, I, I would consider myself liberal. And there's a lot of people out there like me, and you just don't see them out in, like, on TV. Right, true. Yeah, I mean, where where like you have the, I don't know, like if if I had if I had a gun, you still have control over how you use the gun. You're not, but you know, but I don't know, but I don't think everybody sees it like that. Well, know? I don't think every, everyone with an AR-15 is going to kill people. I think they're just they just like it to have fun. It's fun to shoot a gun of that magnitude. Asana tried it, and it's fun to shoot it. Yeah, and the, the problem lies is like you said earlier, the, these people with mental yeah. issues that can just go and buy guns, and then you're like, oh well, this is an unhinged person with an AR-15. That's a terrible situation. That's where right. I, that's why I hate Def- the political issue. Like they always talk about, like oh, let's just ban guns, and that's such terrible messaging for half the country that loves shooting guns. It's just like yeah. we want people to be mentally healthy before buying guns, and I'm sure like everyone agrees on that. That's like a ninety percent approval if you if you ask that. Yeah, and just word to the wise: do not put any anal swabs up someone's butt that uh is mentally ill and also has an ar-15 i just unless, don't think that'll <laughs> unless they unless they give you consent because some people right. are into that and For we're not you. here to ch- we're not here to change <laughs> we're not here to change shame <laughs> all right from china to chips let's get to our last story as quickly as possible detroit activists turn potato chip old potato chips bags into sleeping bags for the homeless uh asan don't you think there's other things that the homeless need besides uh, potato chip bags? I mean, this is this is I I will say this to not sh- to not shit on the activists. This is going back to our San Francisco story that like these cities are doing so little for the homeless people that activists are like fuck you just I don't know put a bunch of chips together man let's do something let's figure <laughs> yeah. something out. Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's better than doing nothing. Let's just weave in potato chip blankets at the very least. <laughs> David, you're on the verge of being homeless. What do you think about that? <laughs> Sorry. I just thought that joke and I had to say it. No, it's spot on because when I first when I first uh read the read the title and then read the article, I was like, yo, why don't we uh why don't we like run with this and and not only like do, can the potato chips you know serve as I mean it's obviously insulated and then they have like it's like lined with plastic but why not just like run with this and make it like a like a NASCAR sponsorship like these companies should be like paying the homeless people for really advertising out on the streets I mean they're kind of like sign holders at this point 24 7 uh That's a good idea. so you're saying like put corp- like big logos on the blankets yeah I mean and make them all like one brand, you know, or multiple sponsors are now paying the homeless people for for repping their, uh, you know, 
bag. Oh, ten percent of proceeds go to homeless shelter or something. Yeah, why not? Homeless influencers. I like that. I like that. That's 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 really if for everyone listening to this. Those are my two stances. I think uh, monkey slayers and <laughs> let, let the corporations in even more. They're not they're not truly a part of our DNA like I, we need them to be. <laughs> <laughs> the corporations are already finding like sneaky ways to get into us, so like we might as well like just make it super obvious and put them on homeless. Yeah. Like, sponsor our kids, sponsor the homeless. Let's just let's just fully give in. We need we need to be giving these monkeys like jackets that they can wear, you know, of like Doritos well, and. Well, you M&Ms. know, a, a lot of people are like, we gotta fight the corporations. We gotta fight the corporations. I'm saying, what if we dig the hole deep enough that we come through the other side? <laughs> where the corporations are helping us you see yeah yeah, yeah. they're we're actually helping society sudden... become a better place we're funding our schools and funding our homeless shelters we're all of a sudden yeah in 20 years the corporate corporations are like oh no there are overlords and then we will have won <laughs> guys we we talked about so many smart things on the show i think we solved like a lot of issues especially in like homeless and school problems <laughs> And uh, I guess that will be our show. Uh, th- thank you guys for being on. Uh, before I end the show, uh, do you guys have anything to, to promote? Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you for having me. Uh, I love this. I would love to be back uh, sometime. And uh, listen to uh, the Dangerous Brown podcast. That's the Dangerous Brown podcast. Yeah. It's, it's wherever podcasts are found. I second it. It's a funny podcast. It's on great great work and i and i'll still uh i'll I'll still say you know you can follow my instagram Uh, it's great having you on us on i still think joe uh chose me because you have less time that you're available but i uh (laughs) no it's it's great it's great having you on you can, you can follow my Instagram, uh, Lil Davy Fritos. I'm not representing uh, the corporation. That's just my Instagram. <laughs> and I would like to promote uh, reruns of Saved by the Bell. Uh, Rest in peace, oh, Dustin Diamond. For sure. Uh, R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. One of my favorite shows when I was like 12. Anyway, on that note, it's time to end the show. So uh, for David and Asan, my name is Joseph, and thank you for listening to Dynamic Panel. Thank you guys.